The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. It's time now for Tennessee Valley Spotlight, brought to you by Witch Barbecue. Now here's your host, Allie Turner. Good morning, everybody. This is Allie Turner, and it's good to be back in the saddle. We're waiting down Ida, and um, I've just come from Mayor Ronnie's office. I almost always start to say at the White House, and I really do mean at City Hall. And, um, boy, we had such a good conversation. And, you know, we are... We're in difficult times, there's no question. Um, As far as the city is concerned, city has about 380 employees, and right now around 10% of them are not well, various things. And we had the, the, the bottom line of our discussion was this. We're in tough times, but you know what? We've been in tough times before. And... The most important thing for us to do, we've all seen that uh, it's left over from World War II when there was a, a picture of the crown, and the phrase was, keep calm and carry on. And this is in the middle of the blitz, y'all. This was when the Luftwaffe was pounding the snot out of London in particular, Families were disrupted. Kids were being sent to the interior. And what was, one of the, what was one of the best things that came out of that time? Well, that's when C.S. Lewis wrote the Narnia series. And the, the story of the kids being in the middle of being completely disrupted. And he chose to use that whole venue of fighting evil facing down uncertainty, facing down families being under a certain kind of assault, and what has happened as a result of the Narnia series. The gospel went up. Maybe not in terms of chapter and verse from the King James Version, but the principles were certainly there. And I know that as a kid, I first read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe when I was, oh, probably around 10 years old and absolutely loved it. And I wasn't a believer yet. I had an intellectual understanding that God was real, but I had not had an encounter. And I remember how much that story gripped me, but it was decades before I understood how amazing the Narnia series was and what a gift C.S. Lewis had given to the planet in being able to take a children's story and let it be something that brought solidarity and purpose and hope and resolve and happy endings. And so, yeah, I'm preaching about happy endings this morning because even if we go through horrific stuff, we are, read the back of the book, we do win. And we are going to get through it. But the question, and this was what... Mayor Ronnie and I talked about um, at length. We're starting a new series uh, on a a new book that's going to have several installments, and it's called Believing is Seeing. The foreword's by Nick Saban. It's written by Dr. Kevin Elko and Reverend Dwayne Thompson. And Mayor Ronnie got to hear them speak at, at a municipalities conference, I believe it was, was very 
touched by the the things that he had to say. And the subtitle of the book is 10 Steps to a Mindset That Will Transform Your Direction and Your Life. Well, why is that important? Because there are things that are happening all around us that we cannot control. We cannot control what's going on in Afghanistan. And I know from having lived in the middle of a combat zone that there is a particular wound that soldiers end up experiencing emotionally. It, sh- it can show up physically. I personally believe it can contribute to various aspects of PTSD. But when soldiers cannot protect, when they cannot do what they have signed up to do, when they have had the when they've been swept, you know what I'm talking about from a basketball reference, when someone sweeps somebody under the bucket, that is an illegal move. But when they've been swept and they feel like they cannot do what they've been trained to do and what they want to do, it's hard on them. And I'm going to tell you something right here, right now. Soldiers who served in the Great Sandbox, if you know them, you need to reach out to them right now. Because I can tell you, they struggle in ways that people do not understand if they cannot help. I have a, um, a friend, he is a lieutenant colonel, he was born in Belgium, served in the United States Air Force. He's very successful in the Juice Plus business. And he has, he was in Iraq when I was in Iraq. And he, I mean, this guy has done remarkable rescues. He's done um, rescues in Africa. Just just a wonderful, wonderful man. Wonderful leader, wonderful man. And he is part of a prayer group for Afghanistan and sent out a, um, a Voxer message the other day about praying for Afghanistan and how angry he was. And he is enough of a man of God to know that the only way to get through what we are going through in Afghanistan right now is to pray. Watching the news is not going to help you. Getting on your knees, that will help you. And God Almighty has a plan in all of this awfulness. I know it because it's in his word. I know it because it is his nature. But I also know it because I've experienced it personally. I watched God do things in Iraq to rescue people that were nothing short of stunning. And for those that have had their lives taken from them and have paid the ultimate price, whether they were believers or they were Afghani citizens or they were our soldiers, there is honor. And that is what needs to be given to the ones who have already been there. So that's why I'm saying, if you know vets right now, I can tell you there is a part of them that is suffering from the feeling of helplessness, and it does horrible things. So reach out and say thank you. Reach out and say, may I help? Because I I can tell you, these guys, if they could, they would commandeer fighter jets and go over and help. They would get helicopters, shoot, they'd get camel trains. They would go do whatever they needed to do to go help the people of Afghanistan, because that's who our soldiers are. Everyone from every branch, that's how they roll. And so you might not think 
that you reaching out to them and just saying, this is a hard time, I'm here, and thank you for what you have done may make a difference, but I am telling you straight up, I've seen it. It makes a difference. Take care of the veteran community right now while they are in this place of helplessness. You will be strengthening your city and your community if you do. This is Allie Turner. We're going to head to a break, and I'll be back in just a couple. We've got a wonderful guest at the bottom of the hour and good things to talk about. Severe weather can strike the Tennessee Valley at any time. Be prepared. Stay alert. Sign up now for the free Alabama Safety Net program, the smart way to get instant severe weather messages straight to your mobile device or computer. And best of all, it's free. Safety Net only sends messages when storms are in the areas you set up. Sign up today at WKAC1080.com and be better prepared for tomorrow. Alabama Safety Net from Barron Services and WKAC1080.com. Does your roof have damage or a leak that needs repaired? River City Roofing has you covered. Whether it's a whole new roof or a repair, our expert staff will get you a free and fair estimate so you can feel comfortable knowing your family has a quality roof over their head. At River City Roofing, we take the time to help you through the insurance claims process or explain why using high quality materials is so important so that when your roof work is complete, you can feel confident knowing River City Roofing has you covered. Call 256-274-8530 for a free estimate. That's 256-274-8530. You know out here at Wits Barbecue, our whole shoulder barbecue, ribs, chicken, beef, turkey. It cooks on a real masonry pit that was designed by Floyd Witt. It doesn't plug into electricity. It doesn't plug into anything. We still do it the old-fashioned hard way, turning the meat by hand, shoveling real live hickory coals under the meat. We love it. We want you to love it too. So uh, we want you to drop by Athens, Decatur, Ardmore, surrounding areas, and visit my family. Take home some of those beautiful, wonderful memories that we've created in our family. You know, some foods are just destined to bring back memories, and I think, and I know, barbecue is just one of those kind of foods. The smell of that fire, the smoke, it gets in your clothes, it gets in your blood, and all those memories from childhood start coming back. Pleasant memories of home, family, and tradition. It all starts coming back. So here at Witch Barbecue, I want you to come out and visit my family. Start creating some of those memories for yourself. we got some good barbecue. Come by and see us. If you'd like to call the show, just dial 232-6828. Now more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner. And, yeah, I preached a bit in the first segment, and I'm not quite done, so you're just going to have to put up with it for a second. One of the things that Mayor Ronnie, um, in, in talking about this new book, which is called Believing is Seeing, that is not just some kind of woo-woo thing. The more science begins to catch up with scripture, the more quantum physics begins to mysteriously unfold in, in waves and, and sounds and light and the things that they're starting to discover, the more people begin to understand truly how fearfully and wonderfully made we are and how remarkable our human body is with particular emphasis on the human brain and mind, the more that I am convinced that you can be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you can not only get through 
horrific stuff. But the worst of the worst can be converted into something that makes you your best self and helps you to walk in the destiny that you were given. And um, I, in the midst of all of this awfulness that we've got right now, I mean, good grits and gravy. We've got a storm coming that ain't nothing to sneeze at. In fact, somebody from Florida asked me if we were going to board up our house, and I just said, no, we're enough north. You know, folks on the coast might have really... um, hit it hard. I said, we'll been hit hard. We'll certainly have um, torrential rain. We'll have winds. There'll probably be some damage. But we've got storms, storms, and storms. Okay? But we also have hope, hope, and hope. And the idea of getting a vision for when things are bad, you've got to have your vision before things get bad. If you try and collect yourself once the extremity is upon you, you're not going to be able, I'm not going to say you can't get through it, but I'm going to say you're not going to have as resolute of a time, and you're going to be spending a lot of energy in that moment that if you had spent it before the crisis hit, you would be in better shape. So wherever you're at on the spectrum, excuse my poor English, wherever you are on the spectrum, in terms of what's going on right now, there is hope. And one of the things that um, I got a chance to speak with Mary Ronnie about, there was, this is from the book, and it was a study, it was a study and an article that appeared in Time Magazine in 2017, so not that long ago, that talked about three things that I can do to extend my life. And you know I'm going to preach at you. The first one is fruits and vegetables and taking care of your health. You cannot eat food-like substances at will and expect to be healthy. I don't care if it's from COVID or the cold or anything else. You have to take care of your body. And there are ways to do that. You can call me if you want to and I can give you some information that is you know, really helpful. But more than that, taking care of your mind and taking care of each other. And so one of the things, and I mentioned this on a a previous broadcast, but it's been a little bit, one of the things that I found to be life-changing was a podcast that was um, conducted by Dr. Caroline Leaf. You guys have heard me mention her many times. She is a cognitive neuroscientist. She's a believer, and she has... Uh, along with others that she has um, worked with on teams and other situations. She has discovered things about our brains and made them accessible to where I am convinced more than ever that no matter how awful something is, it really can be converted from, as was said to um, by Joseph to his brothers, What was meant for evil, God meant for good. I know that that's true. Now, here is the litmus test for me. I'm someone who is a believer by faith, have um, Jewish heritage as well. And when I was around 12 years old, I began to... This was not all that long after World War II. I know I'm sounding like the Ancient of Days here. 
not all that long after World War II, and I began when I was around 12 years old, to really study what in the world happened in Europe, how Europe got to the place to where the death camps seemed reasonable, and ovens, which I've seen with my own eyes, so don't try and tell me that it didn't happen. But getting back to this podcast, there is a woman who is a Holocaust survivor. She's in her 90s. She was put in Auschwitz when she was 16 years old. She was a ballerina. She was in love. What life was supposed to be beginning in all of its grandness. And here she was, an adolescent whose brain hadn't even completely finished off its developmental phases. And she was having to face down the most horrific things. And she um, also came to a saving knowledge of Yeshua when she was in Auschwitz. That in and of itself is a whole amazing story. But she said something in this podcast that just made me go, oh my word. I have never heard of the sense of curiosity as being a strong coping mechanism. And she said to Dr. Leaf in this podcast, you have to understand, every sense of control on every level had been taken from us. We didn't know when we were being roused out of these horrible sleeping situations at 5 a.m. if we really were going to go take a shower or whether we were going to go be gassed. We didn't know at any point in in the day whether a capricious SS officer was just going to shoot us for sport. We had no idea how the day was going to go. And so we developed a sense of curiosity, the feeling of, huh, I'm going to stick around because I want to see how this turns out. I'm going to stick around until I absolutely cannot because I want to see how this turns out. Well, come to find out, according to this research that was published in this article in Time Magazine in 2017 that is referenced in this new book that Mirani and I are working through and I'm going to be writing about um, for this up-and-coming edition of Athens Now, Besides fruits and vegetables, y'all, another one of the things that will extend your life is developing a sense of curiosity. And by contrast, Viktor Frankl, who was an Austrian um, uh, psychotherapist who wrote amazing works on thriving uh, after the war, he said that there was something that you could count on and that was when people got the, I like to call it the 800-mile stare to where they are no longer present. And see, around Dachau, and I've been to Dachau, there was uh, an electric fence, there was a wire. And when people gave up and they stopped living, you could tell. And there was nothing you could do to count to talk them out of it. And they would, they developed a phrase, it was called heading for the wire. And there was nothing that anybody could do. When they reached that point, and they reached that point from volition, there was nothing that anybody could do. And you knew that they were headed toward the wire. Viktor Frankl talked about it. Well, interestingly enough, in this book, there are two famous people that are not particularly famous for their faith, but they made an impact on our culture. One was 
George Bernard Shaw, who um, had some, <laughs> let's just say I take, some real issues with some of the things that that he believed in, but he believed in being what was called the splendid torch. He didn't want to just light a candle. He looked at his life as being something that needed to be a torch, and it needed to burn brightly until the last moment. And there was another man who is more famous for his faith as well as his chivalry, and that is Sir Walter Scott, who famously laid down his... um, cape, his cloak, for the queen to, I mean, at least that's how the story goes, the queen to walk across a a mud puddle. That is one of his um, marvelous acts of chivalry. But the very last thing that showed up in the very last entry of his diary was, tomorrow I will, and he made a list of things that he was planning on doing. And the next day, his torch was gone. His candle for this side was gone. And so this is, this is what I'm headed toward. Back to Dr. Edie Elger and her experience in, in uh, excuse me, Auschwitz. She said there were two things that got us through. One was the, was the sense of curiosity. Two was taking care of each other. And this is not the time to just be spending your energy being frustrated and yelling at people about things that you cannot control. It is certainly a time to hit your knees. It is certainly a time to be your best self. It is certainly a time to keep calm and carry on. It is certainly a time to keep calm and serve on. And if I may, as someone who got saved in Jesus people 50 years ago, if I may add this one, it is certainly a time to keep calm and love on because people are angry, they feel helpless, they feel hopeless, and you know what? We have what they need, so give it. You are in a position to make a difference, even if it's just with your next-door neighbor. You're in a position to make a difference. You are in a position to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. So do it. By the grace of God, you never know what kind of impact you may have. Now, when we come back, I'm going to be having Pastor T. Jackson on for um, an interview. He has written several booklets. We're going to talk about them why he did it, what he's doing, what's in them. And so hang on. We'll be back after Yellowhammer News. This is Allie Turner. This is the Tennessee Valley Spotlight Radio Show, and we'll be back in a jiff. If you've got a question or comment for WKAC, give us a call 24-7 on our listener line. That number is 256-434-1080. We'd like to hear your ideas, your likes, and, yes, your dislikes. Call the WKAC listener line at 256-434-1080 and leave us your message. If there's something we do that you enjoy, or if you've got a suggestion about something you think we can do better, call us anytime at 256-434-1080. The listener line. We're waiting to hear from you. 
at 1080 WKAC. When your clothing needs to be professionally dry cleaned, take it to Classic Cleaners, now with three locations to serve you. Your clothes will be kept looking as good as new with their professional dry cleaning and laundry service. Classic Cleaners also offer same-day service Tuesday through Saturday. If your clothing has a tough stain, in most cases, Classic Cleaners can remove it without a trace. Bring your drapes, curtains, bedspreads, and comforters to Classic Cleaners. Classic Cleaners also offers wedding gown preservation and leather cleaning. Classic Cleaners now with three locations. Highway 72 East in Lindsay Lane, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m to 4.30 p.m. 600 South Jefferson Street, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Highway 72 West in Killen, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. The Greater Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC Radio urge you to shop, eat, and buy local. Local businesses support our community where you live, work, and play. When you shop, eat, and buy local, you help your local economy stay strong by creating jobs, improving local government services, schools, and recreation. Make Athens Limestone County a better community. Shop, eat, buy local. A message from the Greater Athens Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC. We keep Athens connected. This is an Alabama Legacy Moment. Brothers Alton and Raven Delmore of Elkmont, Alabama were early country music pioneers that had a profound impact on the history of country music. I'm Debbie Delmore, Alton's youngest child. My father and uncle's talented songwriting, intricate harmonies, and complex guitar rhythms influenced their contemporaries as well as generations of country and bluegrass stars. The Delmore brothers began in the 1920s playing at local community events. By 1933, they became on the Grand Ole Opry, quickly becoming one of the program's most popular acts. Over the course of their career, they wrote more than 1,000 songs, many of which were crossover hits. Few country music acts can rival their sophisticated chord arrangements and lovely melodies. The Delmore Brothers are members of the Nashville Songwriters, Alabama, and Country Music Halls of Fame. Sponsored by the Alabama Bicentennial Commission, the ABA, and this station. A former Alabama lawmaker calls for Biden's resignation. I'm Elizabeth Kramer, and you're listening to YGN News. Paul DeMarco, a former Alabama representative of District 46, calls on the resignation of the leaders in the Biden administration responsible for the tragic events in Afghanistan. He's doing so by asking Alabama's Congress people in the Senate and the U.S. House of Representatives to ask for these resignations. DeMarco believes that these people could have prevented much of the disaster occurring in Afghanistan and their actions emboldened the enemies. He also believes that President Biden must be held accountable by the American people for his decisions this past week, which contributed to the death of American soldiers. New polling data from Signal on the U.S. Senate race in Alabama has been released. It shows U.S. Representative Mo Brooks, a Republican of Huntsville, is leading with 40.8 percent of the poll, but Katie Britt is in second at 17.7 percent, while 31 percent of people remain undecided. A majority of undecided respondents did say they could support a candidate endorsed by President Donald Trump. Former U.S. Ambassador to Slovenia Linda Blanchard got 1.6 percent in the poll, with businesswoman Jessica Taylor with 3%. An Alabama town known for its connection to the 2003 movie Big Fish is wrapping up a days-long celebration honoring the film's director, Tim Burton. A screening of the flick will be held Saturday in Wetumpka, 
where the movie starring Ewan McGregor, Albert Finney, Helena Bonham Carter, and Jessica Lange was filmed. Festivities began with a cake marking Burton's 63rd birthday, and there have been trivia and character tie-ins in the town. Burton's decision to film Big Fish in the Elmore County City has been credited with a resurgence that included Wetumpka being featured in the HGTV show Hometown Takeover. I'm Elizabeth Kramer, and you're listening to YHN News. CirQuest lets you search for the causes you care about most. We build a software that grows good communities through local churches and nonprofits that is free for users. We provide the tools for the people that serve our community. Streamline your volunteer activities and donated item workflows onto your Facebook page and deploy videos that turn supporters' inspiration into action. CirQuest. S-E-R-Q-U-E-S-T dot com. At WindCreekCasino.com, you can play online for free to earn rewards. And we're here to help you use those rewards at any of our locations. Getting to our gaming floor can start on your sofa. Getting to our restaurants can start at your table. And getting to our hotel can start in your bedroom. Play online for free and find your winning moment at WindCreekCasino.com. Let's go through the day. The weather will start to go downhill, especially by late afternoon. For that evening commute, could start dealing with some scattered showers and storms. We're going to have to watch closely as we go overnight tonight and throughout the early part of the day on Tuesday. The potential is there for some damaging winds in excess of 50 miles per hour and some embedded tornadoes. About four inches of rain looks likely in many areas, but again, it all depends on the exact track, so keep checking back for updates. I'm WAFF 48 First Alert Chief Meteorologist Brad Travis on WKAC. Weather, a service of Flanagan Heating and Air, serving limestone in Madison counties for over 20 years. Your needs and preferences combined with the proper focus on safety, efficiency, and reliability is their priority. Free quotes on new equipment, free second opinions on catastrophic failures, always open for service and repair calls. Call Flanagan Heating and Air, 256-321-0781. The views expressed on this program are not necessarily the views of the staff and management of WKAC. Tell us what you think by calling 232-6828. We're back now with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner, and it is my pleasure to be having a a friend, a guest, a pastor, a coach, T. Jackson, on the phone, and we're going to be talking about T's latest adventures in writing as an author. And as an author, I will tell you, sir, (laughs) may I bless you for pressing through and getting her done because writing a book or a series of books as you have done is not easy. So welcome and tell us what was the chief motivator for you to write your books. And we will talk about them by title. Well, each of the books, you know, has six chapters, and every chapter is a short story. And each of the short stories, you know, is a true story that involves uh, the Lord, uh, kingdom work. Uh, The stories tell about how God intervenes in the lives of those who love him, you know, even today. And some of the chapters reflect on uh, what you might say is divine intervention or God at work. I know a lot of people experience these same things that I've recorded in these books. But uh, just reading them, 
you might stop and think, well, you know, I've had experiences like that, too. Mm-hmm. So as far as why I did I write the book, it's uh, through the years, you know, as things have occurred in my life, some of them have seemed quite peculiar uh, or particularly unexpected. Uh, they might even seem very unusual. And I've thought to myself, well, someday I ought to write a book about some of these things that I've experienced. And I assume that, you know, like I said, other people probably have similar experiences. T, let me ask you something, and this is not at all intended to put you on the spot, but what in the world do you think happens to people to where they end up thinking that <laughs> the Almighty God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who does not change and who has always been intimately involved with his creation, why do you think people think that he doesn't really do anything anymore. Well, I'm afraid so many people just are so, I guess they'd call it busy. Uh, they're occupied with other things. They have other priorities, and, and they don't stop and think about who created them and that they're created with a purpose, you know that they're gifted, uh, they're given talents. Uh, we have our marching orders. If you're saved and uh, baptized, you're a Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ, uh, we have much work to do. Mm-hmm. Call that kingdom work, refer to it as kingdom work. And I think people uh, get so busy doing other things that so often they just forget about that. Even those people who are saved, uh, so often I just, uh, it's kind of like my mother said, there's angels in heaven who would like to be me for a day. And I guess it's the same thing with other people too. But Christians who are busy doing other things, and I think angels in heaven would like to come down to be T. Jackson for one day. <laughs> so you're spending, spending all your time watching Southeastern Conference football or you know, you're doing things that aren't quite so important. Understood. You know? And there's people suffering and dying and in need of uh, encouragement. There's so many things we should be doing as a Christian. And uh, so often that's kind of out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, I can understand that. Okay, so in terms of sequence, we've got several booklets here. What was, do, well, and again, I don't want to be putting you on the spot, but do you have a favorite? Is there one that you just feel like when you finished that one, you just went, ah, yeah, that one is just right? Well, I felt that way about each one of them. When I, when I started doing the books, I, I thought, well, I'm going to put six chapters in each one. Now, why'd you pick six? Six, uh, six experiences, you know, in each one. And I thought, well, I'll just uh, kind of spread these stories out. And some are my favorites. You know, I do have favorite stories in there. I wanted to tell people about being under conviction. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of the books is called A Must Have Been a God Thing. Mm-hmm. And it talks about how I was under conviction for a period of months. Chapter one talks about take one step. And uh, that's the name of it, take one step. And it talks, talks about how the Lord was beckoning me to come and follow him. And, mm-hmm. of course, when we have an invitation to him at a church, uh, I felt like the Lord was drawing me and saying, T, uh, come forward, you know, uh, follow me. Uh, so I like all the stories in each one of the books. Uh, that one is the fact that uh, you know, I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior. How old were you uh, when you when you did? I was, uh, I was nine. And okay. I turned 10, so I was baptized uh, at age 10, but I was saved at age 9. Okay. Well, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and keep talking about this good stuff. I have pastor and coach T. Jackson, an author as well, and pastor at Shanghai Baptist on the line with me, and we'll be back in just a bit. 
You know you can hear WKAC on the radio, on your computer, and on your smartphone, but now here's another way. Alexa, play WKAC. WKAC from TuneIn. Hello, it's me. That's right. If you're the proud owner of an Amazon Echo device, Alexa will direct you to your favorite oldies on WKAC via the TuneIn radio app. And it's absolutely free. Just say, Alexa, play WKAC. And listen to all our great programming in crystal clear quality, day or night. It's just another way to serve our listeners from WKAC1080.com and 1080. WKAC. Fresh, delicious variety. That's the Jiffy Food Store's number two difference. Jiffy Food Store number two on Highway 31 loves fresh and premium natural ingredients. Jiffy number two slices all their meats and cheeses daily. Salads and sandwiches are prepared fresh. Their very own in-house chef, Don, slow cooks their pork for eight hours, then delivers a Texas-style pulled pork sandwich you have to try to believe. Jiffy number two has the usual convenience store items and your favorite made-from-scratch breakfast biscuits and sandwiches, along with fried and barbecued chicken, chicken tenders, livers, wings, JoJo's, and a host of fresh-made sandwiches, salads, and desserts. Stop by for lunch and try their pintos and cornbread. And during the cold weather months, don't forget to try their fresh homemade stews and soups. Jiffy Food Store number 2, Highway 31, a proud supporter of our community. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It It was was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could Could I I have have EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Give us your thoughts by calling 232-6828. We're back with more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner, and it's my honor to have coach and pastor T. Jackson on the line with me. And T. has just written, if you're just joining us, several small books that he has um, collected stories over the years. Some of them are his own. Some are of other people. And um, they have wonderful titles. I have to confess, my very favorite one is Rattle Them Palings. And... (laughs) I think that that's just such a, a a good picture of what we need to be doing as believers. We need to be swinging for the fences in whatever it is that God's put on our heart to do. So can you tell us a little bit about how you came up with that title? Well, uh, it's it's kind of written in the book, too, but uh, there's a chapter on Rattle Them Palings. And uh, when I was playing Little League Baseball, there was a an encourager, a man who sat back on about the second or third row in the bleachers uh, every ball game, 
And when I would come out to the on deck circle, I, I was probably about 10 feet away from him. There was a chicken wire fence there. And, and he would say, hey, Big T, uh, rattle them palings. And what he was talking about was those planks that are on the wall out there, the uh, fence, out, mm-hmm. uh, the fence all around the, the baseball field. And, of course, those are planks, or we call them boards, or a lot of people call them palings. And uh, they'd been staying green, and he'd say, hey, rattle them green palings out there. Or Big T, and he was saying, hit the ball out there and hit that fence. He wanted me to knock it out there. But he was always such an encouragement. And if he hadn't been there one night, I would have wondered where he was, because every time I would come out there, he would encourage me to, to get a good hit. And I, over and over, for years, heard him say, rattle them palings, Big T. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's an encourager, and so when you read this chapter in the book, you uh, you get encouragement. You stop and think, well, am I an encourager? Have I encouraged other people to do things? You know, and uh, all through life, you know, so many times that has come to mind. Uh, what an encourager he was. And someday when we get to heaven, if we get to know people up there and get to talk to folks, I. I hope I'll hear somebody say, hey, Big T, did you rattle them bailings? Yeah. I look forward to meeting him because wonderful Christian man who was such a, uh, so good to young boys. You know, mm-hmm. he would hit fly balls and uh, help us, uh, you know, practice ball and everything. And the ones who didn't have fathers, you know, he was uh, he was always there to kind of help them, give them a ride home and that sort of thing. And yes. He was just an encourager who was at the ball field all the time. I didn't know him very, very well. But uh, he sure did uh, make an impression on my heart. Oh, yes. And, you know, you're, you're touching on something that um, I have spoken about many times on this broadcast, and that is the power of fathers, the power of the presence of a man in the lives of boys and, and in the lives of their daughters as well, or people who are in that position. You know, sometimes when it comes to the, the art and the ministry of encouragement, we narrow ourselves to where we think that it only has to involve things that are on the surface uh, kingdom-minded and spiritual. And of course, that's, that's very, very important. But you know what? Human beings are body, soul, mind, and spirit. And they need encouragement. They need encouragement. I mean, you know, when you think about playing baseball... Baseball in and of itself doesn't have a whole lot of eternal impact, but it sure does have an impact in terms of developing your personhood, learning how to be on a team, learning how to um, work with your teammates, all the kinds of things that make people function well in society. And I'm just sitting here, you know, in the in the booth imagining this man hollering, rattling palings, and I'm sure he had no idea the impact that he was having on you. And you went on to coach. And so before we go to the next break, tell us a little bit about your coaching experience, because I know that that is something that um, impacted you greatly both on the receiving end and the giving end. And I think people need to understand that part of your life as it pertains to all that you've done. Well, when I was in the fifth grade, I had a teacher named Eliza Lou Barnes. And I've spoken to her many times. She passed on to be with the Lord several years ago. But a wonderful, wonderful teacher, a classroom teacher. And I sat under her and listened to all those history stories and the way she taught. And I thought, you know, I'd like to be a teacher and encourage children like Liza Lou Barnes does, you know. And 
I was just so impressed with her, and I could just talk about her for hours. But then when I got into high school, I had a very impressive coach, a football coach that meant a lot to us, and he was very active in the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And uh, I ended up getting active in that and uh, really participating and just loved the coach and what he meant to so many boys and, and the whole school, you know, just the whole community. Everybody loved him. And uh, I thought, well, you know, I'd like to teach, and then maybe I could also coach. And so it kind of developed through the years, and I thought, well, I'd like to be a teacher like Liza Lou Barnes, and I'd like to be a coach like Jamie Wade. And uh, so anyway, I went off to college and worked towards that and, and really have enjoyed, uh, you know, working with young people through many years. My wife and I were in four different states, you know, several schools in four states. And uh, just working through the years, I have 42 years in education when I retired the last time. <laughs> asked me why I retired, and I said, well, I may go to Kentucky next because I'm retired in, like, Alabama and Georgia and Tennessee and, uh, let's say, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, and Florida I've, I've been in. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I thought, well, I'll go to Kentucky next probably. But maybe Got not. to make sure the SEC is well represented by your life. Is that what you're trying to say, sir? <laughs> I, I guess so. There we are. kind of uh, sons and daughters of the South. There we are. Well, okay, so... You went ahead, you got your degree in education. You, you coached several sports. Is football your favorite? Well, football has uh, you know, always been a favorite sport for me to play and participate in. Uh, but whatever sport I was coaching seemed to be my favorite that day. I just uh, really enjoyed almost anything I got to coach. And I really got to coach almost everything but gymnastics. I got to be a spotter in gymnastics for one semester in college. Uh-huh. And uh, but other than that, that, as far as coaching, uh, you know, I've coached a lot of sports and uh, had the opportunity to work with a lot of young people. Yep, gymnastics was uh, something that I did for ten years, and this was back in the day when if you could do a backhand spring, it was really a big deal. <laughs> I mean, when you get perspective, um, women's gymnastics appeared uh, in the Olympics in 1956. And I started gymnastics in 1961, so that'll give you kind of an idea of the still the infancy of the sport. But I'm telling you what, a good spotter makes all the difference in the world. You may just need a little extra tap on your spine to to get you on over. And I I can remember very well people who were spotters. It's it's a, it's an important important position. So. When you were life and death, you know. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> some of those people would probably uh, break a back or break a neck or something if they didn't have a good spot at the right time. And that's right. Uh, you know, it just seems so important. And uh, matter of fact, it's one reason for shying away from it. If you're not going to study it and really get involved, you know, it's not a part-time thing. No, you have, to, you have no business. You have no business spotting. Or coaching gymnastics, if you do know, if you do not know that sucker inside and out, you well, have no true. business. Somebody get hurt in a hurry in well, Oh yeah, or die. And um, on that cheery note, <laughs> we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in uh, in just a couple, and finish up our time with Coach and Pastor T. Jackson, author of several wonderful books. And uh, this is Allie Turner. We'll be back in a jiff.
Severe weather can strike the Tennessee Valley at any time. Be prepared. Stay alert. Sign up now for the free Alabama Safety Net program, the smart way to get instant severe weather messages straight to your mobile device or computer. And best of all, it's free. Safety Net only sends messages when storms are in the areas you set up. Sign up today at WKAC1080.com and be better prepared for tomorrow. Alabama Safety Net from Baron Services and WKAC1080.com. The fun is back. That's what's in store for you and your family at Lake Winnie and Sokia, the South's favorite family amusement park and water park, where there's excitement for everyone and special discounts almost every day. The fun is back means Lake Winnie's Cannonball Roller Coaster and the Ozone 14-story Freefall. Splash down on the boat chute and flip out on the fireball. The fun is back means the splashtacular excitement of Sokia Water Park. Get ready, get set, get wet. The fun is back means a lazy day on the crazy river. The fun is back means Lake Winnie's funnel cakes, candy apples, and cotton candy, and sugar-coated smiles. Visit lakewinnie.com to check out all the fun. My calendar is filling up fast this fall, and a new season is the perfect excuse to show off a new look. Which is great because 21 Days of Beauty is happening right now at Ulta Beauty with 50% off must-have makeup and skincare products every day. I'm psyched to try the Lancome Montier Big Mascara to add volume and length to my lashes. Plus, they've made shopping so easy. You can shop online, in-store, or even try curbside pickup today. But hurry, this event ends on September 18th. Ulta Beauty, the possibilities are beautiful. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, Good night. there's a lot of meetups, eat-ups, and hurry-ups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. See full terms and conditions at fuelrewards.com. What if the music stopped? If the familiar voices were silenced? If there were no breaking news updates? What if your companion and connection to your community came with a monthly fee? Don't worry, we're free local radio with you wherever you go. Celebrating 100 years and looking forward to the next 100. We are broadcasters. Text radio to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on your local TV and radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. If you'd like to call the show, just dial 232-6828. Now more of Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everybody. This is Allie Turner, and it has been my joy since the bottom of the hour to have coach and pastor T. Jackson, who is also an author, on the show. And we've been talking about the several small books that he has written that all have a a different purpose. They each have six stories. I was going to ask you, T., why did you pick six for each book? Well, I just knew that... uh I had a lot of stories to tell, so I began to write the stories down. And uh, I came up with about 36 different ones I wanted to share. And I thought, well, that could be uh, six books of six or whatever. And I wanted to have a small book 
one that would be easy reading, that anybody could read, mm-hmm. that uh, it wouldn't be like, uh, say, Moby Dick or right. War and Peace. It would take you maybe weeks and weeks yep. to finish. Atlas Shrugged. I just like uh, short stories. Uh-huh. And I've always liked short stories, and I wanted to tell those. And I, I felt like if I didn't preserve the stories, you know, now, that uh, maybe uh, in the future they'd be gone forever. And I just felt like it might be an inspiration or an encouragement or somebody might get personal joy out of reading them. Uh, they can be purchased, you know, at Amazon or Books A Million or through Christian Faith Publishing. And uh, several people have mentioned they want to uh, buy them as Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think uh, that might be a good thing. Uh, several people have gotten them and given them as gifts. And they said they just felt like they were an encouragement. And they want to give an encouragement gift. So it's suitable reading for anybody who's old enough to read. And it's my prayer that, you know, God will use this little project to have a positive influence on the lives of anyone who, who is shared with or anyone who reads it. Absolutely. Have a way to share God's love. Well, I'm going to tell you something as an author and as someone who writes for a living. I believe that every single person has a book in them. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's war and peace, but when you look at the role of stories in cultures, when you look at the power of parables, examples, historical things, the things that um, we as believers find in the Old and New Testament, and the stories throughout the ages that have, um, like you said, encouragement, they have cause and effect, they have uh, consequences, they teach truths. Humans are made in the image and likeness of one who created through stories essentially through word and then recorded it and so t i just say god bless you for doing this and may it be a wonderfully satisfying project that has a lot of impact and i want to thank you for joining us today on the tennessee valley spotlight this is ali turner we will be back next week and thank you again for listening You've been listening to Tennessee Valley Spotlight, brought to you by Witch Barbecue. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to it on demand by going to WKAC1080.com and looking for the Tennessee Valley Spotlight link. Join us again next week for another Tennessee Valley Spotlight on 1080 WKAC.